Today's daf is daf mem zayin. We are going to begin with zayin amalif v'amarava. V'amarava, Rava says, when we assess the damage inflicting, inflicted by a gory ox on a cow whose newborn calf is found dead on its side, and shamal apar b'fni we do not appraise the damage of the cow by itself and the damage of the child by itself. The basin appraises the offspring together with the cow and evaluates the overall damage inflicted on the pregnant cow, which will be slightly less than it would be with two separate evaluations. If you do not say those, say this nimsa at the makish as hamazik, you will find to have ultimately weakened the one higher for damage by inflicting a loss on him, as the market value of the newborn calf is greater than the difference in market value between a pregnant cow and the one that's not pregnant. You find this principle in a case where some sever the hand of another slave. The difference in value between a slave with a hand and a slave without a hand is 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 assessed, rather than determining how much money the owner would request in exchange for allowing the hand of the slave to be cut off. And you find the same principle in a case of one who causes damage to part of another's field. The basin appraises not the garden bed that was eaten or trampled, but the depreciation and the value of the bed as part of the surrounding area. This results in a smaller payment as the damage appears less significant in the context of a large area. She says, But if this Allah of assessing the damage, the then let the one higher for damage be weakened by losing money. So Rashi has him Shem because one libel for damage can say to him, I caused damage to you through injuring a pregnant cow. I'm assessing the value of a pregnant cow for you. Therefore, it's not correct to evaluate separately the damage of the cow, the damage of the offspring. So the worst is obvious. Part of the chad will the chad. In case of the cow will out to one person, the offspring will out to another person. People about para, um, so that the compensation of the cow is paid to the owner of the cow. So the question is, what's the luck of the cow's bulk? There's an increase in the value of a pregnant cow that which is attributed to its improved appearance as results from the carrying of the fetus. Who is considered the injured party with regards to that sum? The Papa Omar, the Balpara, says the owner of the cow, and Rabach Bedravikama, Chilkin, says that they divide the restitution. Vilkha says Chilkin, they divide the restitution. So they had a commissioned who brought Fats into a Balabais's courtyard without permission. And what happened was, is the owner's animal broke the pots. So Allah is Potter, the Balabais is Potter. If the owner's animal is injured by the pot, the owner of the pots is chayv. But if the potter brought them inside with permission, the owner of the courtyard is chayv. If his animal caused damage to the pots, so he brought fruit into the homeowner's courtyard without permission, and the homeowner's animal ate them, so potter, the homeowner is potter. If the animal was injured by them, for example, it slipped off, if it slipped on them, the owner of the Paris is Chayev, because he brought it without Rishos. But if he brought the produce inside with permission, the owner of the courtyard is Chayev for the damage caused by the animal to them. If one brought his ox to the homeowner's 
courtyard without permission. The homeowner's ox gored. So let's say the homeowner's dog bit it. So the halacha is putter. The homeowner is putter. If it gored the homeowner's ox, so then the owner of the goring ox is not for the berry. If the ox that he brought into the chutzpah without permission fell into the owner's pit, and the hevish may have contaminated the water, so the halacha is chayiv. The owner of the ox is chayiv to pay the compensation for the spoiling the water. If the homeowner's father or son were inside the pit at the time the ox fell, and the person died as the result, Shalmaz HaKemfer, the owner of the ox, has to pay Kefer. If he brought the ox into the Chotzer with Rishos, the owner of the court is Chayav for the damage. Rabbi Eimer, Yudanasi says, The owner was not Chayav in any, any of the cases of the Mishnah, even if he gave permission for the items to be brought into the premises, Unless he explicitly accepts responsibility upon him to guard it. So the Gemara says, Time is the labor the reason why the potter is chayav that he brought his pots into the courtyard without permission. But if he brought them with permission, the potter will not be chayav for damage caused to the courtyard's owner's animal. And we did not say that the potter accepted responsibility for the safeguarding of the courtyard's owner's animal for his own pots. Mani, who was like this? Rebbe, he, this is Rebbe. The Omar, he said, is called Bistama. Any case where permission is granted to allow a person into one's premise without specification, in other words, he didn't give explicit agreement as to who was responsible for guarding the item, to assume that each, with regard to each party, he has not accepted upon himself the responsibility of safeguarding the item. Therefore, the potter received permission to bring his pots into the owner's courtyard, similarly did not accept responsibility to safeguard against damage to the property of the owner of the courtyard. Ema Seifa, so let's look at the later clause. If the potter brought them into the courtyard with Rishos, the owner of the courtyard is Chayef. In this case, we arrived at the opinion of the Chachamim, who disagree with Rabbi Yehuda. He says, even in the case where permission is granted to allow an item into one's premise without specification, where the owner merely said he could bring them into the courtyard, the owner homeowner accepts upon himself responsibility for safeguarding the item to ensure that he that they are not damaged as well. The suit for the word Rebbe, Amir Rebbe says, until the homeowner explicitly accepts responsibility upon himself to safeguard them. Does that make sense that the first clause and the last clause of the Mishnah is in accordance to the Rebbe, and in the middle clause it's the Rabbanan? Or of Zeda, so it says Tavra. If they break it, this joint them. The one who taught the first case did not teach the other case. Rav on Rav says that Kula Rabbanan he bemis the entire Mishnah as the Chachamim. Overishos in regards to the homeowner, uh, his courtyard accepted responsibility upon himself. Shmidas Kedus Kibalav Balachotzer. He uh, took upon himself the safeguarding of the pots, even to the extent so I feel even if. It broke due to the Ruach, the whole owner of the pots, by contrast, did not accept any responsibility to ensure that the items would not cause damage. If he brought his produce into the homeowner's courtyard without permission, and the owner's animal was injured by the produce, he is Chayiv, only a case where the animal slipped on it and fell. But if it ate the produce, though, and was injured, Potter, he is Potter. What's the reason? It should have not eaten it and it was not the owner of the fruit who acted improperly, but the animal itself. Amar Shishir says, Amina, I say, 
person who places poison before another animal is potter. From here we can learn that, that it's specifically where he put poison before an animal that he is potter. Since it's not suitable to eating, but in regards to produce, which is suitable for eating, the animal dies from eating. The question is why? Also, here also, use Rav's logic that the animal should not have eaten it. Therefore, the bride supposes a shalom on Rav. So, Amri, they say, the same is true even for Paris. Nami, Potter, Medeni, Adam, he's exempt according to human laws. that teaches us that even in the case of poison, where it's not suitable for eating, a person who places poison before the animals, according to the Nishamayim. By the same way, I could tell you that instead the cases where the price exempts the liability according to the human laws, one will place some of us nami, such as a farsta, a frasta, which is a type of herb that appears edible for animals but is actually poisonous, the high nainuperi, which is also paris. A case of a woman who entered a house of a homeowner without permission in order to grind the wheat, and, he, and the homeowner's animal ate the wheat, he is potter. If the homeowner's animal was injured by the wheat, so he's chayef. The question is, let us say that here is that the animal should not have eaten. So, Amri, what's the difficulty? Is the price is preferable to the Mishnah uh, to the Mishnah that we interpret a scenario the Okimna Shohan where the animal slipped on the produce. Bryce is also referring to a case of animals and rest slipping on the wheat, not by eating it. Oh the Karle my Karle, and the one who asked the shadow what did he ask? It's clear it's obvious. Mishnah said, in the case, if he is injured, it's referring to where the animal slipped on them. but here in the Brysa, Imhusko, it says if it injured, did not teach um, it's reasonable to say that when the price teaches the case of animal being injured, the injury is due to eating. There's no difference. The person brought an ox to homeowner's courtyard without permission. The ox ate wheat belonging to the balabais. How was stricken with diarrhea and he died? Potter is potter. But if the ox brought went to the courier with permission, the question is about the ox should have not eaten it and evoked the injury on itself. So you're asking this question, but in the case of permission, he's accepting the safeguarding against the damage. Even if it's strangled itself, he'd be asked the question, the home one another court accepted upon himself responsibility for safeguarding the item entering his premise. Mao, what's the halacha? The nafshayu the kabbal did he accept it upon himself only the responsibility of safeguarding himself and his animals from causing damage? I do my feeling to do so. The kabbal or perhaps even he accepted responsibility upon himself for safeguarding against all forms of damage that originate from the outside. Tashma coming here. Tanya of Yehuda Rasimim ben Izakin the Beikarno. He learned Yichmas Benis of the Chatzur Balavai Shalei Bershus Ubo Sher Melkamach Rachalasan. Phone brought his produce to the homeowner's uh, courtyard without permission. The ox 
the ox came from elsewhere and ate it, he is potter. But if he, if one brought the person into the the rishus chayiv, man the potter, man potter, man chayiv, who is exempt and who is chayiv? La potter bal chotzer, chayiv bal chotzer. The chayiv does not does not mean the owner of the courtyard is exempt and the owner of the courtyard is liable. This is mashma that by granting permission for the produce to be brought in, he accepts responsibility for safeguarding against other damage as well, such as the case caused by another ox entering from the outside. So I'm really saying no, it means that the owner of the ox that causes damage is potter, and the owner of the ox is chayv. If it's referring to the owner of the ox, then my brushos and my shalibrushos. What does it mean with permission and without permission? With regard to damage done by the ox of a stranger, it should not make any difference. So I'm really saying brushos with permission. Have a shame brushos and isik. It's a case of damage under the category of eating. The shame brushos and isik chayavas, and then the main. It's high, it's labor shows, all the shame brushes around, the shame brushes around of Torah.